Okay, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm here today with Steve Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. You? I'm all good, all good. Right before this, he was in a fucking blanket. Yo, But I swear to you, man, it's <laughs> raining outside. I didn't have a jacket, and like I was freezing. So I wanted to do the podcast in a blanket, but I guess it didn't look aesthetically good. So whatever. That would be a good concept, though. Like just just sitting on a couch with a blanket. No, in a bed, and you call the podcast Pillow Talk. Pillow talk, Ooh. but that sounds wrong though. Like I, I feel, I feel I, like I if care. it it, 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 so, it sounds wrong, like if it's with specific people though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I would do it. Pillow talk. Pillow Welcome talk. Welcome to Pillow Talk with Steve Daniel. Steve Daniel, like the show right after Jimmy Fallon's show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been new with you, man? Like I see you doing so many things. Uh, obviously, you have the brunch squad going on. Yeah. Um, tell me a bit about that. Like, how did it start? So the brunch squad. Um, started three years ago it started with um initially at the page mtl promos on instagram right yeah and mtl promos was a page that promotes montreal and all that and then eventually i got approached by this big uh this big breakfast restaurant mm -hmm. that wanted me to do the same type of thing for them because i do social media like you you know right yeah and um give them a few ideas we talk and then they ended up screwing me over they stole my ideas and they made it happen So I was like, oh, oh shit, shit. Uh, that's how they are. Okay, so I'm going to make a breakfast page that's going to promote all the restaurants except that restaurant. Mm. And then uh, it started good. It was called MTL Breakfast at the time. One year in, it was great. Then I uh, met Katrina. She started helping me. We managed that it together. And then we're like, you know, Katrina, you travel, I travel. Let's just call this page something else because MTL Breakfast is not relevant if you want to post picture of breakfast in Portugal and stuff like that, right? So we call it Le Brunch Squad. Mm -hmm. So then Brunch Squad, the name was cool. We chill with each other. We're like, you know what? We're not really a squad if it's only two people. So then we did a meetup last year in April, and we had like 30 people. And then another meetup, and then another meetup. And since then, it's been doing super good. I mean, the last couple of meetups we did, we had about 80 to 95 people. So it's just doing good. That's crazy, man. Like every time I look at his stories, it's always like, a ton of people together having fun exactly But, and i feel like this is something i want to touch upon because so many people ask me like how do you connect with other people you know like how do you how do you get to know new new people but it's it's all within hand like yeah, you just have to reach true. out everything's like, on instagram i mean most of the people that i've met nowadays because of instagram right it's a lot of people is just you know it's they're one dm away man yeah and they're literally, literally yeah, one literally. dm away man And most of these people, like they'll they'll res they'll respond. Like if you you're doing cool shit and yeah. you're you're just inviting them, there's no reason why they wouldn't come. Exactly, and it's good because every brunch squad meetup we do, there's always different people, new people. Um, sometimes I think the last one we did, there was probably like 30 new people that came through. So mm -hmm. it's super dope, man. Super dope. So um, before starting the brunch squad and you know MTL promo, before all that, like wh what did you um, what was your overall vision where did you want to go with your because now you have a personal brand you're yeah, working on true. that but uh was that part of the plan or was it just like a natural process that led you to where you are now i think it was part of the plan so i always wanted to invest time on my personal brand so uh, it's been a while i was always making like let's say snapchat stories instagram stories I always knew that okay i have a brand but i need to push my brand to the next level but i didn't expect it to be like that Mm -hmm. I was like, maybe I'm going to do some YouTube videos and maybe I'll make it one day. But now what's good is that 
I'm making an impact online and I'm and I'm making an impact offline. And it's like everything's going forward fast. Yeah. So that's why I'm happy. But before I was not even in that in that field before I was working in sales. Yeah. I used to work in sales for like four or five years. Uh, I had my bachelor at Concordia in human relations. Like I was living the It must have helped you like a lot though. The bachelor the, the, or the sales? The sales aspect of it. Yeah. I mean every day you gotta sell yourself, right? Uh sales. Yeah, everything about is about like who's who's buying and who's selling. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And as entrepreneur, you're an entrepreneur, you have to sell yourself. Yeah. Every day you have to sell yourself. Sometimes people don't even realize that they have to sell themselves, but you are. If you're talking to someone, you're talking to a girl, you're selling yourself, you know what you want her to be interested in you, so you gotta sell yourself, right? Or your social media, you know you wanna we're gonna show someone portray a lifestyle. This is selling yourself, right? So how do you apply that to your everyday relationships? Because I know you're someone that's naturally, whenever I, when I first met you, it was at Influence Orbis event. Yeah. I remember it, uh, Casey Neistat. And you were just someone that was fucking out there. You know, you were loud, you were, you were social, you were energetic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you, because I know both sides of you. Like yeah. before this, you were just like, you know, I just want to take a nap I, uh, <laughs> and, and automatically like you can turn it on. Yeah, you can have a good time like this. Exactly. It, is yeah. it something that you have natural or? It's natural. It's, I feel like um, my body or my energy is like uh, on and off. So I keep it on when I have to be on. But if I can be off, yo, I'm the type of guy that if I'm like, yo, I want to take a nap now, I lie down on the couch, give me five seconds, I'm already sleeping. Right, but if you're like, okay, Steve, uh, go talk in front of 500 people. Okay, let's go. You know, okay. so that's why, like, I just play with my energy. I try to like balance it. I cannot always be high, and I'm definitely not always low. You know. So you find the balance between both extremes. Exactly. That's why before we started this podcast, I was like, okay, <laughs> I think I need energy for this podcast. So that's why I was like, yo, let me just like go in the blanket and just. I relax. feel like you're someone that does like power naps and shit. Like oh that. yeah, power naps is a must, man. In my car, like power naps all the time. I can't nap though. What? Five, ten minute naps, man. This is the best. I can. Like, I'll, I'll, if I take a nap, it's going to be like a two hour sleep. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no. I mastered the art of five, ten minutes naps. And actually, I've like, I forgot who told me about this, but like one of the best nap trick. So basically, you take a nap because you want some energy, right? Yeah. So the trick is you drink a coffee before you take a nap. So when ah. you wake up, you have the boost of the nap and the boost of the coffee. It's like somebody actually drew up a chart. They're like, by the time the coffee hits, and by this time at 10 minutes when I wake up, exactly. I'm going to be energized. I'm telling you, it works. This is like my master plan. Let's say I have a big day ahead of me, and I'm very tired, and I, d- I usually don't drink coffee. If I drink coffee, it means I'm very tired, right? So I drink a coffee, take a nap, wake up, and I'm boosted for the rest of the day. Yeah, but I saw you on coffee. It's like you're fucking wired. Man. Yeah, yeah. Me on coffee is like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to explain. That's why I don't drink coffee, man. It was um, at that hike with Katrina. I think, oh, you, I think you had a coffee. The hike, the hike in Mont-Tremblant. Yeah. And I was running around and doing parkour. Yeah. Yeah. You see, this is what coffee does to me, bro. And then when we came down, it was fucking dark and... By the way, check out that vlog. It was funny. Yeah, so. you have it on your channel. I have it on my channel. <laughs> yeah, your parkour, your yeah, parkour but... stuff was fucking funny. Um, and uh, aside from that, like project-wise, are you doubling down on your personal brand? Do you have other projects going on? Like, um, how... I'm still a bit involved with Influence Orbis mm-hmm. still, uh, working marketing with them, uh, content creation. My personal brand is the one I'm pushing a lot nowadays. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, the brand that I have right now is working well. I mean, I make events, people come. You know, I make the brunch, people come. 
yesterday we did a picnic and um i mean i don't know for you guys what is yesterday but yesterday we did a picnic and uh, yeah yesterday was uh saint jean saint jean so baptiste a, yeah and little promo we had about 65 people coming to the picnic to have fun you know so um my brand right now i want to push it more i want to make more videos i mean i told you my jimmy still have a show like jimmy fallon right yeah i want to host my own show so um I don't think anybody's going to give it to me. So I have to make it happen. Oh, definitely not. So uh, I'm still making my own show. So, I mean, I touch I touch a lot of things, but it's more about lifestyle. So I have this cooking show that I do where mm-hmm. I meet a chef at a restaurant and I cook with a chef. That's working well. I have the story time, uh, which is yep. me talking stories on Instagram. And I have two other projects of show coming. So it's still like I'm working on my own content, creating dope content that people be like, yo, this guy needs a show, you know? Yeah, and it's also experimenting. Exactly. Because yeah. I, I feel like so many people, they're so stuck on the aspect where they're just planning. You know, it's always yeah. like planning, getting the perfect idea before going. But I see like you're doing so many things. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Exactly. You know I mean? I'm, I'm keeping moving, man. People sometimes, they, they, they see the, the end picture, but they don't even think about how they can take that picture, how they can make it happen there, right? So yeah. for me, I just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. I have a lot of projects on the line. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but... I don't even have time to say if it works or it doesn't. I'm still pushing to the next. And eventually exactly. I look back and I know what worked, what didn't work, you know? It's, a, it's almost like a numbers game. It is a numbers point. game. Like sales, numbers game. Everything is sales in life, bro. Everything is sales. But call this podcast sales, bro. Fuck it. Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're going to do like the kind of like a Wolf of Wall Street kind of salesy, more, less, in, less formal though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talking about like buyer-seller dynamics with guys and girls or guys and guys or, or girls and girls or whatever you're into. Oh, no gender, no gender, man. But yeah, no gender. Um, f- for me, it's super interesting because I see a lot of your stuff, and it actually like it pushes me to do more on my side too. Because you're someone that does a shit ton of stories. If you ever follow this guy on Instagram, <laughs> it's like every time you get to his profile, there's like, you know, like those little dots. The little dots. Yeah, I don't know. Even days I'm like, yo, I don't want to post stories today, and it's like, <laughs> shit, I already post thirty stories. But the thing is, you look at my stories, and and that's the way I see it. Like, I used to have like a YouTube vlog, right? Yeah. But I stopped the vlog because it took too much time of editing. Yeah. But I feel like the stories is like my vlogs. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and I mean, I do so much in a day that that's why I post a lot of stories. It's like it's not as if it was thirty stories of what I ate for dinner. It's like the morning I'm here at the gym. Then I'm going to this restaurant. Then I'm meeting a friend. Maybe meeting another friend. Then going to another restaurant. Then I have an event. You know, so it's like just this is about six, seven things that happen in a day, two stories each. Let's say that's already at uh, fourteen, fifteen, bro. And do you want to keep it in that kind of field where you're talking about food and everything? Because um, you mentioned lifestyle. Do you want to uh, kind of branch out eventually, or do you want definitely? Keep it? Yeah, I mean, right now the lifestyle that I live, it's a lot about food. Starting to do fitness. Oh, dude, man! By the way, you look great. Thanks, bro. Appreciate, it, man. Uh, fitness. I'm sure. I'm sure you feel better too. Yo, you I know. feel. I feel like I got younger. To be honest with you, I'm 30 now, and and I started working out maybe like five months ago, and I feel like I'm 26, man. Mm-hmm. I feel young, man. So the gym, I'm putting more of the gym into my lifestyle, health, uh, yep. caring. So you know, I do manicure, I do pedicure. Uh, I actually, that's awesome, man. Yo, my God, take care of yourself, bro. Uh, <laughs> now I'm like a Mdex Invisalign ambassador. So that's awesome. I'm getting Invisalign. For a good price, very good price. Uh, so, uh, so it's good, man. 
It's good. I just want to portray that mentally I'm good. Mentally I'm good. But people have to take care of the mental and their physical, you know? Yeah. But I feel like if you have the mental down, the physical is going to follow exactly. eventually. Because I feel like a, in a lot of people that are becoming like fitness addicts or whatnot, it's also it, not always, but sometimes it's also a sign that you need to work on your inner self too. Exactly. And that's why like I find the movement about, you know, meditation, yoga and everything is great in that sense. Yeah. Um, because it's something that's important, especially now where we're so we're so confined in in our society, right? Yeah. Like every person now has basically the most powerful device on that ever existed in their pocket yeah, at any time of the day. You can just pick it out and entertain yourself. And I find it super important to be able to sit by yourself and do fucking nothing. People are scared to spend time alone. Yeah. And people are being a lot reactive. It's easy to be reactive in life. Even yeah. me. That honestly, if I if there's a flaw in my life that I really want to fix, is being reactive. Mm-hmm. Because being reactive doesn't let you do whatever you want to do. It's not on your schedule. Exactly. It's not on your term. I'm yeah. trying my best to be proactive. It's tough, man. But I feel like when once you're proactive, this is when shit happens, you know? Like I give you an example. Even like the simple thing as when you start the day. I don't even have an alarm clock. Okay. When I wake up, I just wake up. But do you always wake up consistently at no, a certain time, or not okay. even, bro? But you just don't care at this point. Like, I try to wake up early, but I go to bed, be like, "Yo, Steve, wake up early tomorrow." And, and if, if I have a, if I have a, an urgent meeting, maybe I put an alarm clock. Don't get me wrong, but I wake up with no alarm clock, and that's me feeling being proactive. Whereas if I wake up, it's my alarm clock ringing after, and I want to press snooze. This is reactive. This is already the first L of the day, you know. Mm. So that's why, like. A lot of studies say to start your day with with a win, with a win, or making your own bed. You wake up, oh, and make yeah, your bed, dude. Like that's, that's a win. That's massive. You know, it makes a difference in the rest of your day yep. because you wake up, you get out of bed, and you're already making a positive action towards your day. You know, it's super important. Um, I don't like making my bed in the morning, so that's why I just don't put an alarm. So that's my win. Okay. You know. Do you have a morning routine though? Not even. Something, no. No routine in my life. It's so weird, man. I mean, but you find you. If it works for you, like that's great. I would love to have a routine, bro. I'll be honest with you, I would love to have a routine, but it seems like because maybe because I don't put an alarm every day, it's just like it's different, you know? Or maybe like a night routine. Maybe I'll work on a night routine, whereas maybe read a book, listen to music, meditate. Something yeah. like that. You what's your morning routine? Uh morning routine, I wake up, I drink three glasses of water. So that's about like each glass is about like Total is going to be like 500 milliliter, milliliters of water. I don't know why I came up with that, but now it's I've done it so often that every so time wake I wake up, up toop, toop, yeah, toop. water to rehydrate because uh, at night, like you, let's say you're sleeping six, seven hours, your body has gone without f- fluids. Yeah. So that's the first thing I do in the morning nice. while brushing my teeth, obviously. But like, um, you know, I fast. So afterwards, I'll make a coffee. You fast like 25, four hours in a day, man. What the 25 fuck? hours. It's just crazy, guys. Um, yeah, but even that, you know, it was, it's crazy how routines and habits actually make things so much easier. Exactly. At first to me, it was something that was forced, you know, like when I first started the fasting, it was, 
I was looking at the fucking alarm clock, but you know, you, you've experienced it to yeah. some degree too, yeah, where yeah. at first, like you wake up, your body is telling you like, I need my fucking breakfast, you know? But do you feel like you're hungry during the day or not even? Not even. Like it, it's blunted. Totally. The mark where it gets, um, I know I have to eat just because like I could push it further, but I yeah. know I have to eat is when I get like this insane clarity of focus. Like I'll talk to people and I'll be like, it's almost, it's almost like I'm I'm clearer in my thoughts and my words after a 24 hour fast. That's what people say, man. Yeah. Some people, my trainer does actually like 48 or 72 hours fast. He's like, Steve, man, this is the best after. Um, but yeah, that's like the fitness side of it. But other than that, man, it's just planning the day. That's N good. Night routine, like I'll I'll plan um the the day after. Yeah. So I'll take a piece of paper and write it down. For me, it works well. I don't know, like for you. I don't know, man. Me, me, I'm trying. Me, I'm trying my best to be. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm being reactive, and I'm not the best organized person, you know. But I just keep shit happening, you know. I'm just making shit happens, you know. And you're not judging yourself. No, exactly. Which is the most important. It's thing. helping a lot because I, you can, you are your best friend for yourself. Your body is your best friend for yourself. So think about you having a friend that you always judge. You cannot have a friend that you always judge. You have to be always there for your best friend and just let shit happen and just support. So for myself, whatever happened, I try to support myself the best as I can. It's insane. Uh, I feel like if you would ask people to write down what they think of themselves, there would be some pretty crazy shit. Yeah. Whereas they might, maybe they wouldn't even think about that for like a friend or something. Exactly. You know, exactly. And like because you're with yourself at all time and even though if in the world, like I say, you're reactive, when you go to bed... You're still alone, you know? You still have time to think about, like, what's happening by the time you want to fall asleep. So so for me, it's like, yo, I try I try to be as get as much confidence into myself as I can. Uh, people tell you that when they look at my social media, they feel like I'm full of myself. But then when they meet me, they're like, oh, no, you, I ch I'm chill. It's like, at the end of the day, I love myself, bro. I love myself. For me, in my head, I'm the best at whatever I do. Yeah. But, but I know I'm not. But you have to keep thinking good about yourself. You have to do that. You have no choice. You have to do that. And you one know? thing that uh, I want to point out for people listening, and I've noticed this from, from you, like from the day I met you, is you're someone that's able to actually just pump yourself up. Like you're able to, yeah. to make yourself have fun. Exactly. Which is something that's so important. It goes back to being uh, proactive versus reactive. Exactly. I, so many people go to these fucking events or, you know, like even let's say they go to a picnic or they go to any social gathering. It's always like entertain me. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no. You no, be able to you have, have for the, yourself, you man. have the responsibility to entertain yourself. Exactly. And that sucks because if you depend on someone to make you have fun, you lost, man. Yeah. Yo, man, you're I don't know how old are you. Power. If you go to a party, it means you're 18. If in 18 years and older, you haven't found a way for you to have fun by yourself, you're fucked up. You need to find a way to have fun. Yeah. You know? You know, I used to I used to actually do that whenever I was um in clubs or bars. Yeah. And I found myself kind of looking around to see like what, what, what was happening or whatnot. I would catch myself and I would have to be like, okay, just enjoy the moment, have fun, listen to the music, exactly. tap your feet. And the funny thing is once you just start moving, they'll just come start you. smiling. They'll come to you. They'll come to you, but you start having fun exactly. with nothing. Exactly. So funny, yesterday, I was in the moment, man. Yesterday, there was this show for the Saint Jean-Baptiste. And I, I think I, I was telling you a bit earlier. So basically, there was a band. 
And they play like folklore music, you know, like I'll be honest with you. You don't listen to that. I don't listen to that. You know? <laughs> I listen to hip hop and all that. But they were playing the folklore music and me and the other people we were with, you would start doing some hip hop move. So we're dancing, having fun, and then um and then we're singing with the people. I didn't know the lyrics, we we're just having fun. I did the follow the leader. You know, like follow the leader and people oh, just yeah. do the chain. Yeah. On folklore music, we end up being like sixty people following each other. And then and then uh the guy was calling for people to play triangle. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, play triangle. I don't, but whatever. And I was on stage playing triangle. And yesterday I was truly living the moment. Yeah. Like I know for my there was a moment where I was like, yo, I'm on the stage, there's like three hundred people in front of me, and I'm just fucking playing the triangle. Should I make a story? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm living this moment. Yeah, and I, I had such a good time yesterday, bro. The more I, the more I am, I advance into my career, and the more you know, let's say I become more financially independent and yeah. whatnot, and I can, I can uh, allow myself to buy some things and whatnot. I feel like it doesn't really change who you are at the essence. If you're, true. if you can have fun, that's true by yourself doing nothing. Like that's that's just what life is. So many people are living like I'll be happy when this happens. It's too late, man. Because there's there's no end point to it. I'll be happy when I make uh five thousand bucks a month. Once you make the five thousand dollars a month, you have a different lifestyle and your five thousand dollars a month is not making you happy. And you have different problems. It's different problems. I'll be yeah. happy when I make eight thousand and you're running after what? Yeah. You're running after fumes, man. They chasing uh they're chasing phantoms. Exactly, you know. It's like, oh shit, I, I got it. And it's like chasing your own, um, uh, ton nom, your shadow. Yeah, it's chasing, like chasing your shadow. Your shadow. The, the, you're never going to be happy. Our friends like that. Yo, I'll be happy when I get this. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> and for me, the, the thing I always tell them is when I used to work in sales, I used to make good money. And it's been three years I worked for myself. And I don't even think there's one year I did half of what I used to make. Yeah. But I'm but still you're happy as fuck. Yo, I'm happy as fuck. I'm living my best life, bro. Every day is a good day. I mean, and you know, even I wake up by myself. Sometimes I wake up early. Like Saturday, I woke up at 5.30 a.m., bro, by myself. That's awesome. And I was like, yo, you know what? Because I'm excited to start the day. Yep. You know? That's actually a very, sorry to cut you, but yeah. it's a great indicator of where you're at in life. Exactly. Are you, do you feel happy when you wake up? Exactly. And do you feel at peace when you go to sleep, you know? Exactly. And so know? many people dread like waking up. Yeah, people are, yeah, people, they, they just want to stay in bed. And you see... Just the feeling of waking up and that you just want to stay in bed will have a big impact on your day because you're already like, it's like your day starting. You're like, no, stay. No, I'll I just want to go back to sleep. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. But health is important too, guys. <laughs> yeah. Get, get your sleep. I, I Drink feel like, water. Man, I feel like some people, some, t- some things are just so basic. They're like, well, I feel tired all the time. I'm like, what time do you go to sleep? I go to sleep at three in the morning. What time do you want to wake up? At 5.30? Like, yeah, that's two and a half hours of sleep. Yeah, like, you're not going to make it. <laughs> it's impossible to make it happen. What know? time do you usually go to sleep? Do you go to sleep late? or? Depends, man. I try midnight. I try. I try my best. I wake up between 5.30 to 7.30-ish. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I have my, my daily routine, whereas I wake up, I brush my teeth, get ready, and I go to the gym usually. This is like my, my only That's routine great. I have in my days, you know? I go to the gym like four or five times a week. So already this starts, you know? But yeah. And uh, is it like, uh, do, you, do you do different workouts every time? It's just to mostly spice it up? boxing, mostly boxing and, and uh, body weight training. Mm-hmm. Super good, man. I, I feel a big difference, man. 
uh, I lost like three inches in the in the waist in three Damn. months. That's great. It's fucked up. Congratulations, man. man. Thanks, man. Thank you, three sixty punch. <laughs> Plugged. Plugged. <laughs> so yeah, we we're talking about proactive versus being reactive. Yeah, exactly. You told me earlier you you actually make it a point to spend less time on your phone now. Yeah, I mean my I work with my phone. I'm always on my phone. Um, their phone makes me reactive. Because yeah. I don't text people. I answer texts. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and um, sorry to interrupt no, you, yeah. but like for me, uh, even on Instagram, a lot of times I don't consume a lot of content. You know, I'm always creating. So, exactly. so it's, it's hard for me to just like sit down and watch like every story of everyone. It's, you know? it's impossible, man. It, it, it takes so much time. And at the end of the day, we're creators. Yeah. So we're not supposed to be consumers. So that's why I think my phone, I create, I create, and then I turn it off. Like, or else you're you're losing you cannot be the creator and the consumer no this will take the whole all your time you know so rap music how how did you uh get into it what was what was I this mean, an, was it an outlet for you of like letting yeah. your energy out expressing yourself in a different way it was definitely a way to for me to express myself i mean i was in high school when i did it um and I love writing. I mean, I love I love creating. Sorry, don't get me wrong. I love creating. So when I have to link up when I used to rap before and today, you know when you're f 14, 15, you don't know nothing about creating videos, nothing about creating photos. So what's the only way you can create now? It's either draw or write. And I don't draw for shit. Okay. I, I can't draw. I can't. I'm, I'm the opposite. You draw. I, yeah, you don't I write. am a drawer. Yeah, I, can, I cannot draw. I can, I can definitely not draw. So... I used to write for fun. You know, I was writing. And then eventually I was like, yo, I think I can write some songs. So I started writing some songs. And then I started recording them. And I remember there was a time when I was younger. I was with a friend. And we had like maybe two, three songs. They're like, yo, we're going to do a mixtape. I'm like, okay, we're going to do a mixtape for New Year. And then I remember it was 10 years ago. It was for 2009. The mixtape was called uh, 2009, c'est que du neuf. <laughs> I, remember, I remember like yesterday and it was uh december 26 and we had no songs nothing <laughs> recorded so yo in two days my friend and i man and morning night we would write our songs so at night from like one to three i would write all my songs and then during the day the next day i would come to his go to his house his parents wouldn't be there he had like a little studio set up because his parents couldn't hear us and we had like we recorded i think 16 songs in two days Whoa, okay, so did it actually come out good or yeah, I mean, uh, decent? When I listen to it now, not that good, but I could say that out of the 16 songs, maybe eight were dope. That I could listen to them and be like, yeah. That's but the other eight were not. Uh, that's crazy. A lot of the documentaries that I watch and whatnot from artists like... Um, you know, whether it's Nas or Jay-Z or whatnot. Yeah. They they say, like, their creative process, like, a lot of the best songs that you know, it actually didn't take them that much time to... Because it, it was just, just like, the inspiration in the moment. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And and after that, I remember going for music, and it was just, instead of writing, it became just more freestyle. So I would freestyle songs. Mm -hmm. And that would be even better because I go with the flow of the music now. Dude, did you ever think about using TikTok and implementing that into your... No, I never spend time on TikTok. So Dude, I, I feel like you, you'd be good in that. What, to rap with TikTok? Or? Yeah, to rap with TikTok and touch a different dem demographic. I mean, that's people. good. I mean, I, need, I definitely need to expand my name. Um, I feel like in Montreal, it's good. I don't think I reached the plateau of Montreal, but I did what I had to do for Montreal, and I would love to expand maybe in Ottawa, Toronto, States. 
Yeah. You know? You you feel like you gotta stay in Montreal for the rest of your life? No. Where you wanna go? Thailand? Definitely not. Um Thailand Thailand just for some work. Yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't live there, but like something like New York. New York, yeah. Like I mean we're we're lions, man. That's the way I say it. We're lions, we're hustlers. This summer is actually my first summer in Montreal where I'm actually available, I have a lot of time and I'm single. So for me it's like it's a summer where I will do my best to stay in Montreal this summer because that's my problem. I'm spontaneous and I always like to travel. But this summer, I'm going to do my best to stay in Montreal and enjoy the, a real Montreal summer. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of times we we see something that's outside and we give it so much value. Exactly. When, when in, in fact, like we have all we need here too, you know. Yo, we have Festival de Jazz, Francofolie, Just pour Rire. Like, Murat. Murat. We have so much things in Montreal. Actually, I didn't even go to Murat, so I fucked up already this summer. But <laughs> like we have so many things happening in Montreal. It's just sometimes... On le prend pour acquis, you know, we take it, we're taking it for granted. But mo- summer in Montreal is probably the latest summer that Canada has to offer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Party-wise, you're someone that we talked about this before, but you don't necessarily, uh, you don't, do you drink a lot or? I don't drink much, man. Uh, I yeah. mean, yesterday at the picnic, I did drink, trust me. But usually I don't drink. I don't get drunk. I don't like getting drunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you're someone that, already has your fun exactly you have a good vibe going on so exactly you know and it's also because i used to work with athletes and they made me realize that alcohol will make you grow faster so that's why like athletes sometimes they feel like they're, they're still looking young for a while because they don't drink mm. so i'm trying not to drink so i can keep this joie de vivre that i have you know so like at 50 you're still gonna look like cristiano ronaldo yeah or bro some shit. <laughs> Yo, black don't crack bro black don't crack so that's why I try to not drink that much. I, I may drink something at a party, but definitely not getting even tipsy. I don't even get tipsy. I take a drink, just have a okay. I took a drink, you know. But like the social, yeah, social, socially like the, co- correct way of doing exactly it like, like a gin, ginger ale, and that's it, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have any? Uh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, uh, I have uh, two brothers. Once, one sibling uh, to respect their binary choice. Mm-hmm. And uh, three half sister and one half brother, so it's a big okay. family. Yeah, yeah. Big family. Are yeah. you the eldest or? I'm the middle, so uh, I have uh, three half sister and w- one half brother older than me. Then there's me, and then my two brother and my sibling, lower, sh- younger than me. How did how has that like impacted the way that you navigate the world now? Like, mm. has has a, a certain brother or sister? instill some sort of confidence in you more than the others or how how did the dynamics work did you did you feel like you you were there to support each other up or did you kind of just grow on on your own by yourself because depending on the family yeah. it's kind of different i feel like I, I i grew up more by my own but by have by being um the oldest with the same parents yeah i still felt a way that i had to be the leader ah, i had to be yeah. the one opening doors for that family so there was a time where I would get a job and get my brothers into that job. You know, I feel like I was the one that I had to lead to go forward. And eventually we don't have the same mindset. My brothers and I, my brothers are both engineers, mm. They're office type of guy, you know, I cannot go into an office again. It's done, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I did meet your brother. Yeah. You met them. Yeah. yeah. I think, you, no, where in, um, I think we went to, it was the time we went to kind of like Bordel or something. Oh, yeah, that night. Yeah. That night at Bordel. Shit. And I remember you were like, I have the I have the air conditioning in my car or something. Like, 
you were moving or something yeah. you you had like this huge yeah. air conditioner yeah. in your car yeah it's, man i love my family man but yeah man it, it's just uh this is a shift away but i feel like i have a lot more to learn than them that they can learn from me because for me i'm just an extra guy like i'm just the guy that love to do shit that love to move that love to make to get momentum you know but them they're more organized you know they wait before making a move mm-hmm. so an example would be um me when i was 21 i bought my house my first house spontaneous somebody was like yeah i'm saying my house you want to buy it yeah okay i'll buy it no no idea of how much it's gonna cost if i could afford it whereas my brother they waited a bit and now they they just got like a, a triplex i believe or a duplex but they thought about it and everything was already calculated you know like those are the type of move i gotta i gotta see i gotta learn from you yeah know? but it's also two different mindset you know me i'm the mindset of keep moving keep moving keep moving and you'll get to the end yeah right whereas them, well everything will kind of work out exactly everything will kind of work out so get to the end whereas then they're more like i mean if if we take the right way it might it will bring us closer to the goal at the end so me i don't think it's like the illusion of is is the glass full or empty i'm the type of guy that's just gonna drink the water and then ask you was the water hot or cold <laughs> i don't yeah. care about the glass if it's full or empty do you, do you know if the water was hot or cold I only, i'm the only one that knows you know it's uh, it's all about where your focus is exactly yeah, man, yeah. so many, uh, so many people in general are focusing on the wrong things. It's like, oh, um, is this person gonna judge me? Is this gonna work out? Is this yeah. gonna work out? And in my mind, I'm just like thinking about, wow, this could be a cool experience. Let's try it. Exactly. It's all about like the the focus and the the way you approach a scenario. That's so true, man. I mean, even even approaching a new person that you've never met, you strike up a conversation with them. Like most of the time. People are fucking nice to you. Exactly, man. <laughs> or people are just waiting for somebody to be nice to be nice. I guess I guess the message here is just like, fuck, man. Who cares? Just just go and and do whatever you have do to do. You, and man. Do do whatever you have to do because we are, we have one life, man. We have one life. You have moments go away, time goes away. That's something I always thought about. It's like whatever you do, just don't forget. Time will never come back. So yo, that's true. You know. So when you think about it, like shit. Okay, I have to act now. Yeah, that's why I'm like in my life I feel like I'm moving fast because I'm moving like two three years in a row. You know, I'm in advance. You know, um, one of the person that inspired me the most for that was uh, was Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, Kevin Hart is fuck man. He, I listen to to his his stuff like interviews and whatnot, yeah, and man. just the way he's hustling is insane. He's shooting a movie in Montreal right now, so you might bump into him. Oh shit! Yeah, he's in Montreal for the summer, man. Damn. Okay. He doesn't promote it, but he's in Montreal for the summer. But uh, but uh, him, when three four years ago, people found him annoying because he was everywhere. But look at him now; he's an actor, probably getting the most money now. They yeah. want him for all the movies. He's the he's saturating the market. Why? Because he made a name for himself. You yeah. know? So that's why I me, mean. I'm like, you know what? I want to be everywhere. I want people to see my face everywhere. They get used to my face. So and he's like he's unapologetic about it. Exactly. He's not like, oh my god, who who's thinking what? He's just doing his shit. And at the end of the day, if you don't like him, well, he's still gonna be there. Exactly. And exactly. Uh, you know, like he hangs out with fucking The Rock, you which know? is another like hard hardest working guy in the room. Imagine being like friends with The Rock and Kevin Hart, man. You you just feel motivated, man. Yeah. Even uh, Kevin Hart's trainer, train. I don't know his name. Fuck. I look at this guy's social media. I'm like, whoa, beast. You yep. know, those are people you got to surround yourself with. People that are going to make sure that you're striving for your best. 
they keep you accountable exactly and also like you feel you feel the pressure of leave, living up to a certain standard that you have for yourself but that they they also have you know exactly like you can't just be around with them and then like slack and do nothing and you can't because <laughs> they're all making moves yeah they all make the, all of them are making moves so if you want to be part of the clan you have to make moves how you do know? you um how do you promote not promote but how do you ask for like good advice from people um honest advice about what you have to fix because i feel like for me a lot of times when i want to get honest advice from friends or from yeah. family it's kind of hard because they don't want to hurt, hurt you. you they don't want to hurt you yeah do you have like a does that ever no, occur for I, you or i don't ask people for advice not uh Depends. I feel like I'm the same, but I I like the fact that I could you, learn. You, you more. need feedbacks. Yeah. You know? So I wouldn't say advice. I would say feedbacks of what you're doing. But I feel like uh, I ask specific people about something that they are more related to them. So for example, uh, let's say I remember I had a question about my branding. So I approached Erin that she had previously on the show. Yeah. For my branding, you know, I had a question about business. I approached Sherry that he had previously on the show. You know, understand what I mean? So I won't ask Terry something about branding. I want to ask something to earn our business, you know? Mm. So if I have to ask feedbacks, I'll go with someone that's so professional about it. It's like if someone come to me and be like, you have a question about social media, you know? It's, you need to talk to someone that whatever they say, they don't even thinking about hurting you or not because they just want to tell you what to do. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Um, and they have to be able to explain it in such a way where it's so easy for you to understand. Exactly, it. bro. Exactly. So that's why it's fun, man. It's, life is fun, man. Life is a game that I love. <laughs> you know? I always say, you know what? I'm winning. I keep saying that every day. I'm winning. I think that's probably part of my routine. I have two things I say every morning. Today I'm winning and damn, I look good. Every day I say that. I say something similar, but I'm, I say every day I'm playing. Every day I'm playing. Yeah. You play uh, to win, man. You play to win and also like you're not a spectator. Exactly. You're on the field. Yeah, exactly. So, so many people are sitting there as spectators and they they just watch life go pass by. And I'm like, why are you just not getting on the field? A Who lot cares? of consumers. But I mean, it's like a football game, man. Sorry, I'm talking a lot of... Uh metaphor today but i don't care I yeah who like cares it's like a football game and there's only like what 24 people on the field the rest are looking you want to be part of the 24 on the field because everybody else is looking at you man yeah think about it you're a creator you know you're someone that can create content have a story that wants to produce we're only uh, uh a selected amount as a, a low percentage of the real world that wants to make things happen like that you know that's something that we shouldn't forget it's like as if we're like the the selected ones. Yeah. Well, the people that actually stick with it too. Yeah. Because it's, it it's easy to do like one picture and then say like, I didn't work. Exactly. Like so know? many people want to become bloggers and they, they do it for two weeks and then it's like, yeah, I tried it, but Instagram's al algorithm sucks. So I quit. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't even care about Instagram. <laughs> algorithm. Like, I mean, I would love to get more followers, uh, I feel they would help me to get more opportunities. By the end of the day, you have to be authentic to yourself, you know? Yeah, and as long as you're making an impact. Exactly. Cares? Me, my goal, my, my, the impact that I want to get on people is I want people to look at me and be like, yo, whatever this guy's doing looks like he's living his life. I want to be able to live my life too and inspire them. And I get messages of people like, yo, man, uh, I didn't like my job. I quit my job because 
I just want to do something that I like more, man. Thank you. It's like, this is the type of impact that I want, you know? And that's why for my personal account, and you too, like, you, you, your personal account is more about motivation, motivating people. And yeah. I feel like now you're putting more your personal brand in it yeah. as you as an entrepreneur and all that. But that's why for me in marketing, I never put in, promoted myself as a marketer because I don't want people to feel that what I want to tell them is to sell them something. Mm. That's the biggest problem with marketers on social media nowadays. It, so, it sounds very fake. It sounds right? fake. Whatever you say, at the end <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're a marketer. You're probably going to catch You're a marketer, yeah. You know? Yeah. So for me, you look at my social media and I will, I could say, I think, yeah. I don't think I ever tried to sell something to people. I mean, I'm always selling something, but it's never been like, yo, do this for that. Pay this for that. No, man. Me, I'm trying to find a different. I'm working with companies that a lot of people didn't work with. Like, I've worked with, with Car2Go. I've worked with MasterCard. Yeah. McDonald's or um, Cadillac. You know, I work with companies that people don't usually work with. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't work with those watch that everybody was posting about. Daniel Wellington? Yes, man. Oh, dude, fuck. They approached me. I was like, no, nah, bro, it's not. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be like everybody. You want to be different. I mean, I understand. A lot of people nowadays want to be like, yo, being an influencer looks cool. But it's not even being an influencer. At the end of the day, you're a business guy. You have your company. You have employees. For me, it's like my business is to have the best time of my life. This is my business. And now I'm doing brunch. I want people to, to connect with people, you know? Yeah. You know? But like even for you, like you're doing so many things, you know, they, they think Steve Daniel is just like, at I am Steve Daniel. Yeah. But like you're... Yeah, the grind is that, real in the but back. But like man. you're doing like so many things exactly. in the back. Exactly. And I'm, I'm not productive as much as I want to because I do put a lot of time in having the best time of my life. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm happy. Every day I go to bed and be like, yo, today was a dope day. But it's important to do that too. Yeah. You know, not, not just like grind it out and feel fucking That's miserable. Because I feel like there's a lot of that pushing against society too where everyone feels like life has to be hard exactly yeah where it doesn't have to be you know like yes you put in the hours yes it's it's tiring and whatnot but you can have fun in the process it exactly. doesn't have it doesn't have to be fucking like head in the ground and you know like looking up and you see everyone like they've been their face has been squished in the dirt you know no basically. people 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 think life was made to be hard yeah life was not made to be hard and life was not made to be easy you choose what it is. You choose what it is, and life was made to be lived. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of what people think leisure is or what fun is is actually very. They haven't even defined the ter- the term in of themselves. Exactly. Like you ask a person what's fun to you, most people won't know how to answer. That's true, because they don't know what it is. They don't know what it is, and they're reactive to what society thinks is fun. Exactly. So a lot of the, I'll, I'll get a lot of these people that come to events. Uh, let's say I, there was just like Formula One here. Yeah. And I met so many of these like uh, bloggers, influencers, and whatnot that comes to these events, and they're, and I look at them. You know, I, I'm having the time of my life. I'm talking to everyone. I met the, um, uh, the race driver from Formula One, the the guy for, for uh, what was it, Red Bull. What's his name? Uh, Pierre Gasly. Okay. It's a French French driver at, at this event at the W Hotel. And I just met him because I reached out and I saw the team was there and yeah. he was there. I was like, yo, uh, dude, like it's amazing what you're doing. The guy's like 21. You what? know what I mean? <laughs> Looks like a kid. <laughs> He's driving for Formula One. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know Formula One has a Red Bull team now. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Red Bull is actually pretty... Uh, yo, Red Bull doesn't mess around, man. Red Bull's marketing is insane. Yeah. 
<laughs> Red Bull's marketing is dream marketing because they, again, they don't give a fuck. They just like they just pour money they into just it. Pour money in and make things happen, you know. But and yeah. they don't really care. They just want to be like a little bit like Kevin Hart. They just want to be everywhere. It's like that's that's the secret <laughs> to winning, man. Be everywhere. That's the secret. That's one of the best secrets for winning. Be everywhere. Shit. I think we'll make a small clip out of this. Just be everywhere. 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 All right. So it's been real, Steve. Um, do you have any any place that people can connect with you? I know on Instagram it's I am at I am Steve Daniel, right? Yeah, that's it, man. I am Steve Daniel, man. And uh, for the brunch squad, what's what's the handle? Uh, at the brunch squad. All right. So um, go, go go check it out. And if you're in Montreal, follow the page because you guys do you know you do these events every month. Every we, month. Right? Once a month, we do a big brunch event, uh, gathering between 80 to 100 people. Maybe more coming up, but yeah. So uh, we'll end on that. Thanks, Steve, for coming Thanks, here. Thanks, man. Thanks to you. Great podcast. Um, always a good time with you, bro. Always shooting your shit. This was totally unscripted, by the way. We were just like... Yeah, I think they know. Okay. <laughs> we're just chilled. We're just chilled. We're just chilling. Uh, sit a vibe. Sit a vibe. All right. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. I'm going to get back to my blanket. See ya. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please consider leaving a review on the podcast. These insights, the feedback that all of you give me is extremely valuable. So I would really appreciate it. If you haven't already, go and leave a review on my podcast. Thanks again. And until next time, see ya.